That's right. We didn't get a rose, but we're still here. I'm your host, Mike Carrozza, and with me as always is my co-host. It's your boy, Chris Mejia. <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey, Hi, hey. Uh, we're we're very I'm excited for this episode. We first of all, it, I don't know if you've noticed this, but in the last week, Chris and I have been on a few podcasts and shows. We did a Twitch stream yesterday, Codenames Live at Nerd and Correct with Tim Riel. We were on uh, Never yeah, Seen Yeah, we've it. been taking our holes on yeah. the road, baby. The internet yeah, baby. road. We've been all around, hoeing out. out. We've been out and about. We did Never Seen It with Kyle Ayers where we rewrote Pan's Labyrinth. Uh, Great time. I thought it was a kid's movie. Watched it afterwards. It is not. And did you know it's also entirely in Spanish? I did not know that. Uh, I, it is not a. It's, it's one of those movies where like yeah, like if you were a parent and you didn't know better, you would see it a kid in the movie and be like, oh, uh-huh. there's a child in this movie. So clearly yeah. this movie is for children. And it's quite graphic. It is not for children. <laughs> it's messed up, dude. <laughs> I've never seen it. And honestly, I don't know if I will because I'm really bad at watching movies. It's a good movie, but if you don't if if you're not if you're not up for two hours of uh uh of sad period piece where it, uh, I don't know. It's hard to describe. It's a sad movie. Made me cry. Uh, anyway, another thing that we guested on was a little podcast called The Villain Was Right, where we had to defend John Tucker of John Tucker Must Die. And then we <laughs> roped one of the co-hosts onto the podcast. No, it's not Craig Faye. You're damn right. It's Rebecca Reeds. Hi, Rebecca. Hey. Hey, guys. Hi, uh, Thank oh, you so much for doing that? the pod. Oh, I'm I'm thrilled to talk and trash this man. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thrilled. Is this your is this your first foray into the Bachelor world? The so, Bachelor Nation? I th- I was thinking about it today, actually. I was trying to think if I had watched The Bachelor before. And I think I had watched maybe like one season in university because like uh-huh. all my friends were watching it. Mm-hmm. And then that I seems think to be the running theme yeah. of yeah. people where it's just like, I don't watch it, but like one year in college, Once it was just time. what you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You got That's how you experiment with uh with, with the Bachelor. You give it a try in college, and then <laughs> some people realize later in life you had some them. wine, and then you're feeling a little frisky. So you're like, "Oh my God, Ashley, what if we watch the Bachelor together?" And Ashley exactly looks at you happened. with her big ass mustache and says, "Let's go." And so you do it. <laughs> And <laughs> I remember to have a lot more on my soundboard than I thought. That's right. That's the production value we bring here at We Didn't Get a Roast, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> it's not going to come through on my end, man. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Zoom keeps cutting you off for some reason. That's yeah. ass. Anyway, so... uh. Before we we move on to to talking about the episode, I just want to see, um, Chris, do we have any bachelor news? Oh. <clears throat> What's the world? What's the school? Now it's time for a bachelor news. <laughs> That's right. The Bachelor News segment where we tell you what's going on, what's the latest in the world of the Bachelorette. And today I got some news for you. We got no Are news, you? baby. Oh, <laughs> we, I knew it. Okay. We got none. What's I, I mean, the closest thing is I guess 
Victoria on a on a podcast recently. Uh, or actually, no, uh, Greg Victoria? and Victoria were on a podcast. And because Victoria Fuller uh, just okay. started her own podcast called right. Uncensored Saints. And Greg was on there okay. and Greg confessed that he wanted the Vic- Victoria to be the Bachelorette. Um, like we couldn't tell Gaslight McGee wasn't gunning for another Bachelorette. This fucking guy. Greg was a shitty contestant on Katie season who did her dirty and was a real piece of shit. And Victoria was um, what some might describe as a handful on Peter's season. Uh, and by some, I mean, I liter- like literally reviews of the season. Somebody wrote down a handful. Uh, and I always thought that that was kind of funny. But um, yeah, Victoria, uh, what you know how like they have those dates sometimes where there's like a performer at the end of it. There's like a little concert, private concert for a one on one date. And they show up and it's like, hey, it's country superstar guy we've never heard of before. And Victoria and Peter had a date where they showed up and it was like, oh, my God, that's my ex. And my ex is the, the guy. And it's like, oh, girl, <laughs> what are you doing on this show? Uh, You know, anyway, um, there's no news in Bachelor Nation world, but there is news in that I caught a commercial. During this episode of The Bachelor for bachelor in paradise canada it's coming back baby uh am i gonna watch it no but if you listen i want to watch it you enjoy that uh because in the history of the show there's only been like 15 people from canada in all 27 seasons of the bachelor and 18 seasons of bachelorette uh so i guess you have a full season of bachelor in paradise but there's the second or third one so i don't know what barrel bottom you're scraping to put together a season this year, but okie dokie, have fun. That's all I got. Anybody else got Bachelor news? <laughs> Sorry, oh, I was I, I was trying to read an article to see if I had there was more news to share, but no, because no, uh, there's, there's nothing, nothing. Just like how this season has fucking nothing. Zach, suck my dick. You suck. This season sucks. Oh, okay. okay. That was a little differ. aggressive. This episode, no, no. This episode gave me a lot of moments that I will cherish forever. And this was probably the. <laughs> <laughs> this was probably, you know, what's great about this season is yes. that all of the best moments have nothing to do with Zach, <laughs> or like the oh. things that I have enjoyed about this season are not because of Zach. Right. They're like at most Zach adjacent, but not okay. because of Zach, if that makes sense. Yes. Although, you know what? We'll talk about that later. But I do have one thing because of Zach that, um, yeah, we'll talk about it later because it's like the end of the episode or like near the end of it anyway. But um, uh, I do want to get before we go right into the episode, Rebecca. Welcome to Bachelor Nation. Uh, we we are reuniting you. This is London episode, after all. Uh, <laughs> our sword has touched your shoulders, and you now are one of us. Um, can you d- overall impression? What do you What do you think? Do you love? Do you hate? Do you hate so much? Never again? Do you Do you hate <laughs> enough that you're like, I get maybe here's some things that to tweak. What do you think? Okay, so I think the show would actually probably be fire if it was like half the amount of time. Like if they just edited out all the filler stuff, this would actually probably be good TV. Yeah. Like I could probably get into it way more. And like I, 
I don't know if they're like fueling them too much with the alcohol or what the thing is, because that normally makes for good TV. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, the amount of tears that happen yeah. on this show, it's just all too much for me. I can't. <laughs> it's just it's it's too much. If I watch I because this man, I already find I, I, I don't understand this man. I one of my least favorite activities <laughs> is watching um, uh, hot women cry over mediocre men. It's like oh, my least I, favorite thing to oh, do. Then, so you hate. And I got show. some bad news about this franchise for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Holy yeah, yeah, shit! Yeah. I was like, some thing. of these women are like absolute tens, like ten mm-hmm. out of tens. We've so talked like, about Kylie. Even... We've talked about you know. We've talked about Allie. We've talked about Ariel. We've talked about Brooklyn. Oh, I'm naming all the women that are uh, on the show. <laughs> they yeah, yeah no, they're absolutely. all super hot, and absolutely. this guy's got like. I don't know. Like, I don't know how to even describe like Weasley rich face. Do you know what I mean? When I say that? <laughs> He's the definition of uh, a guy who is only considered a nine and 10 because he's tall. Like he really doesn't. Yeah. He's he brings nothing to the table, but because he's super tall, you think that he's hot. I don't like what they've been doing is trying to sell us on him being goofy. Because like even at the beginning of the season, Rebecca, you might you might not have di- mi- uh, gotten this because I don't think you started from the beginning, which means you missed Madison crying over him episode one and just truly, honestly, go back and watch oh, episode one. This, it's yeah. very funny. Mad- this girl <laughs> Madison, oof, she she was going through it, and then it's wild over I, a man she just met, over a man, a man she, she just met. Rebecca, I'm gonna find the episode, and you're gonna need you're gonna need to watch for Madison. Like skip like the first hour, uh, okay. and then you know, you, and then it'll be the solid. Once everyone starts arriving be. in the limos, then that's when you start that's the episode. But... I will say that the beginning of the season, because they announced the Bachelor so far back at Bachelor Live, uh, like uh, at the the live finale of the Bachelorette, Zach was chosen as the Bachelor, and people were like perplexed. They were like. You mean the most boring guy on this last season? And they were like, yeah, wait, he's not boring. So much so that at the beginning of this season, they had Jesse Palmer, the host, kind of go through a package of things like you might think, okay, so what if you think you don't know Zach? Well, did you know that he was uh, in a band in high school, played bass in a uh, in a band called Public Disturbance? Uh, did you know that he was a DJ in college called uh, Bersaki? Uh, and uh, and they just showed a picture of him with like a lady, not like like an older like maybe his older sister or something. And he just looked like a college guy of the time. And they were like, "See, huh? You know, he's not boring." And that was Jesus. that's the tone that they start the season with. And then he does nothing to convince us of that. They have bits that they've clearly written between the host and Zach that are flopping hard. And so they keep cutting to him shirtless in the shower like he is a specimen. Yeah. That's and so look, insane. That was the most boring Mad Libs I've ever heard in my entire life. Dude. Ooh, he was a DJ in college. He played bass <laughs> in high school. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Who oh, wasn't no. a DJ in college? When iPods came out and you got that splitter jack, everybody tried it. You know what I mean? Like he has the personality. I don't know if this is gonna make sense, but he has the personality of like an anti-drug ad. Like, Ooh. like the type of guy who would appear in an anti-drug ad, and not the anti-drug ads that are obvious of like don't smoke crack, like that 
Don't no. smoke cigarettes. Anti-drug well, ads. Actually, no, 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 no. Hold on a second. Anti-weed ones. Those well, are the most. We have a moment this episode where Gabby says it kind of smells like weed, and he goes, marijuana? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That killed me. I laughed so hard. Zach doesn't look like he was in like anti-drug commercials. He's like in those like stage groups that go school to school and at the mm. end of the thing he goes all right kids don't do drugs and crosses his arms but he's breathing so heavily at the end he's like <laughs> <laughs> like he just did a bunch of dancing but really he just also walked over of course he's gonna react like that are you kidding me look at zach he's clearly a cocaine guy <laughs> oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah i get yeah, i mean like, isn't he Texas, like baby. uh isn't he like tech sales or something? Yeah, oh, yeah. I think he's like he w- works in tech sales in Austin. He is one thousand percent a cocaine. He works dude. in tech sales in Austin. He got his dad to invest in crypto, like a ton of money that his dad la- lost completely. Um, there are there are multiple sort uh, uh places that that say that he voted conservative but won't say for who, which we know that's code for he voted for the guy, and uh. You know what I mean? Like, so this is this is not a person I want to find love, frankly. And then the thing is, there's actually a couple women on the show that I think would be perfect for him. And I hate them, too. So how about we get into this episode? (laughs) That's the thing. I I just assume the women who go on the show are also conservative because I feel like. If you're on this show and you're not having that, like, you're not asking at any point, like, hey, by the way, like, (laughs) like, January 6th, what's your opinion on that day? Like, what do you think? Like, if you're not having that. It's one of the rights, like, it's, you know, it's one of the amendments. It's protected by free speech. Sure. I'm, I believe that full heartedly, but um, I wasn't there. But my cousin who was there deserves a fair trial. So uh, I just, that's, that's a, I'm not you are not going to find me crying over someone on national uh-huh. goddamn television. And then later on, I'm like, OK, so, yes, they voted for Trump. But like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> I understand it is rough out there for straight women and dating, but it can't be that rough that you're going <laughs> to you're going to allow Zach Shawcross to be. Someone oh, that's who, his full name, by the way, Zach, who, Sha- Zachary Lloyd Shalcross. I'm sorry oh. if that doesn't sound like old money to you. <laughs> yeah, that that is some uh some like the like Purdue like that that's some like on some Purdue shit of like oh the Shalcross dynasty. That's like something that their family had to cover up in the past. Like they like they own something they shouldn't be owning, or some people they you know what I mean. It just it just feels like that. Uh yeah, we're making some sweeping ac- accusations of a family. What do you want? It's a comedy <laughs> podcast after all, and we're hilarious. So, uh the episode begins with everybody in London and Zach and we're treated to shots of London and then cut to Zach and he goes, "Bip bip cheerio." Oh my god. I almost fucking broke my television when he did that. I <laughs> Just and here's the thing. Here's a he didn't even like enthusiastic really so no 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 pimp. he did not like I didn't it too felt much. like he was half like he already quit on doing it before he even started doing it. Like, bro, if you're gonna do Ugh. this pip pip cheerio thing, I mean don't get me wrong, I have no room to talk. I have a terrible British accent, but when I do it, I put my I hope my whole ass 
foot in it. Okay. You talk about lapels whole... you don't have. Yeah, you I'm just, I'm you... putting my lapels that I don't have. I'm wearing fucking suspenders. I yeah, yeah. put my all into Flipping my a gold coin on the street corner. Terrible British accent. And this man was just half-assed. Pip pip cheerio. Get the fuck off my screen. Here's the Zach. thing. He, he, you think he's saying pip pip? He's saying bibip. Bibip cheerio. We're Did he in say bibip? He said bibip. He That's said probably bibip. why you said it like that. It was take like 15. They were like, fuck <laughs> it. That's close enough. Fuck it. All right. Just send it. Send it. I can't hear this anymore. <laughs> I I think that's like the the fact that they would have to try to get him to say certain things is wild to me because he feels like he'd say things exactly the same way every time because there's nothing more pre-programmed <laughs> than this person. You know what? That's like, actually a really good point. Uh, Like, I do feel like this was actually he didn't like after 15 takes, he still didn't say it right. So they're just like, fuck it. We're just going to use an AI and do it in post. And they just uh, use like one of those AI things to mimic his voice and do bip bip. Like, I feel like that is more believable. (laughs) 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 This is also my favorite part of this. Mind you, we're, we're, we're only in the first minute of the show. One of my favorite things, and this is one of the things that I love, is that Zach goes, romantic city of London. Ah, the the city, the fresh air. I'm like, in London? No. London, Mm -hmm. England. No. Known for its fresh air. Unbelievable. I could, this man is nothing. He knows nothing. (laughs) I mean, maybe this is just me, but I could have sworn from the little amount of British people that I know that isn't there the running stereotype that British people, especially in London, are very cold people like they're very like not about being open with emotions and stuff like that yeah yeah so like how the fuck is london considered romantic oh i don't think i as someone who has been to london a few times absolutely not yeah 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 (laughs) just absolutely under no circumstance it's like not even close Ah, the food is horrendous yeah 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 food is horrendous the best english food is indian food which I'm sorry is delicious, but also not a romantic food. I'm just gonna say it. Bear. Also funny and also textbook, textbook England that right. the best thing they have to <laughs> offer is something they colonized. Absolutely. <laughs> no, you know what? Here's the thing. I don't oh, think perfect. that's I don't think that's something they colonized. I think it's the immigrants that are making it a better place. I oh, think yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, what's yeah. up. Mm. Because that that kind of level of Indian food isn't tainted by, you know, bringing it back. It's like, no, let me show them how it's done. You know what I mean? I feel like that's what the gumption is there. But I think also get this. All right. I don't feel the only way that this feels romantic is if you're like throwing back to Jane Austen novels where like feigned chastity was like part of what made things hot was like, but I I could I could not. I, I, I shan't disappoint father. And then you're like, yes, but father might not be around forever one day. And she's like, the inheritance, you know, and then that's the, ooh, that's romantic. You know what I mean? You, you maybe got pride the, and maybe... prejudice bullshit in there. And that's what they're like. Ha, horse-drawn carriage rides. Yes! Oh, I love love. And it's like, I don't buy it. No. Maybe English culture is is romantic for like avoidant attachment styles, but I think like for the rest of the world, we never think London is romantic in any way, shape, or form. Mm. I also laughed because one of the women was just like, "Oh my god, it's been like my lifelong dream." Oh, buddy, to go here to we London. go. 
And that shit was so funny to me because I'm sorry. Don't get me wrong. I would I I have never gone internationally. I would love to travel the world. And yes, uh-huh. London is on my list. But like London is on my list the way of like when you go to LA, um, in and out is on your list. You're like, I just want to fucking cross it off. Like I just want to get it <laughs> so I can say that I got it and then I move on to like what I actually want to try out. And like that's how I feel about London. Of I want to go to London so I can say that I went to London and experience it. But honestly, I do comedy in London. That's what I want to do. I don't want to like, do like, oh, show up and let's stare at the big clock. And then, yeah, like you, know, you don't want to be a person. You just want to like, oh, I just want to go there be... to, to do some shit. I'd rather go to yeah. Scotland. I'd rather go to Ireland. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't remember what else is in the UK, but like, I know I want to go to those two places. <laughs> well, but... wait, wait, don't call them the UK. <laughs> Are they not in the UK? Ireland sure for fuck isn't. That's <laughs> for real. Well, not no. They fought real hard not to be. That's like the whole deal. <laughs> aren't they like? Aren't aren't they in? Hold on, not... hold on. I Wikipedia it. Uh, uh-huh. The United Kingdom of Great Britain, uh-huh. uh, otherwise known as United Kingdom or Britain, is a country uh-huh. in Europe. Uh, it comprises of England, Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland. Yeah, which is different than Ireland. Yeah, to specifically say Northern Ireland because uh, the rest of Ireland, you know. um, Hey, Mike, I'm gonna need you to edit out this the past five minutes of this podcast. I'm not doing any work for this show. (laughs) That's not happening. I've already given (laughs) four and a half hours a week for this. There's no way. I'm not watching a full two hours of episodes of doing editing after we do a talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what'd you say? Are you surprised that the UK is only 30% black and you just named Wales, Scotland, Ireland, and North Ireland? <laughs> okay, fair. All right. Anyway, fair. I should have uh, known better. So there, there's people who really wanted to go to London and they're all doing uh, it's a montage of English accents. But then Greer is like, ooh, I love tea so much. I have it tatted on me. Ooh, it's tatted on me. And then Mercedes says some stuff, but all I wrote down was Mercedes is still here. How? We've seen nothing. And then we get the date card. And who's on it? I'm thinking it might be Greer because she got the first impression rose. She got the first mm. impression rose. We haven't seen her get a one on one. We haven't seen her much, honestly. And who gets it? But Gabby, the girl we thought was going to go home after she tried to give him a nickname and it sucked. She, she was like, can I call you Zachy Wacky? And he was like, Zach, Zachary's fine. No, they had some good <laughs> chemistry when they were in the, the hot tub making out with each other on the pool party. Huh? I wonder how hard it is to make out with somebody and have chemistry. I'm sorry. You're... As somebody that's... that's dating right now, actually kind of hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put that out there. Yeah, kind of hard, actually. Okay. People are fucking up out here. Hmm. You know what? To be fair, I am watching uh, Married at First Sight Australia season 10 right now, and Rupert is fucking up hard. Evelyn is like throwing herself at him, and he's like uh, uh-huh. And it's, it's really tough to watch. Um, But Gabby gets a date card. It says, you're my queen, and my note says, I guess she died after this. We found out later that no, she did not. Uh, She died before this, and they're like, yeah, you're my queen, baby. Uh, maybe I don't know. It, it's just funny to me that they're like, mm-hmm. 
Uh, then uh, I have a note that says the bowler hat guy made me uncomfortable. So the guy who delivered the letter, <laughs> I don't remember much about him, but it made me uncomfortable. What do you guys think of this guy? The messenger. Yeah, it just seemed like he was going to read it, and then he didn't, yeah. and then he just kind of, like, it was, like, a very weird Thank amount you. of time that what yeah. he was doing, what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. It just feels odd. Uh, obviously, Greer is mad. I understand. You know, uh, like I said, the first impression, Rose, we've seen so little of her. It's like Abigail all over again, because in Matt James's season, she got the first impression, Rose, and then, you know, it's like Abigail, but Greer defended blackface, so that's a little different this time around, right? So, um let's see so London you know what it is be it's because romantic. zach shawcross is the ally of the black community and he heard what greer did and was like i'm a i'm a I'm when's a this gonna player. air black history month not on my watch <laughs> quote zach shawcross during filming of the bachelor <laughs> uh, yeah yeah, she ain't getting any time. She it's definitely yeah, exactly what ha- that's what I kept thinking like what happened to Abigail is happening to her, which I think it's like I think it's like you get the first impression worlds and then the probably the lead just thinks, "Oh, we're we're good cuz I really like this person." And then they focus on other people and when focusing other other people they're like, and "Oh, I'm really backfires. I I it like this these other people more than the first person I was impressed by." Also, Making a good and fresh impression doesn't mean doesn't really mean you're no. a, a, a the best person. It just means you know how to write up top like yeah, but you'd expect like, a follow up with the first impression rose for the week one. That's you know true. what I mean? Hey, it's the bachelor. You're the one who made the biggest first impression. Uh, OK, so next week, who do you want to take on the first one on one date? Uh, not the one I said made the best first impression. That's for sure. Let's not pick her. Don't pick the person that I picked out of 30 women on night one and said, you've made the strongest impression. I'd like to get to know you a lot. Anyway, see you in week seven. If you're still here. Okay, bye now. And that's it. That's all the screen time they get. And that's it's it's frustrating because I understand. First of all, I think Greer is totally wrong for him and he he's wrong for her. And that makes sense. Okay, we see that in the in finally the 30 seconds we see them talk to each other later in the episode, which I can't wait to get to. But the point is, you know, she's like she's right to be upset. Like she got the rose. It's supposed to be like, hey, let's get to know you now. You know what I mean? What what's when's he gotten to know the girls in between to pick from them? After he's already picked one the night, you know, it should be a part of the rules. Anyway, look, I, I, I'm I'm complaining, but what I'm not talking about yet is the first one-on-one with Gabby, which <clears throat> is uh, what we call in the franchise the Cinderella date. Uh, they do something fun and cute, which in this case was the perfume shop where the guy running it could not have been more uh, uptight British, and it was uh, like a caricature. Uh, he's like, so oh, how do you he know was, each other? You could tell deep down he was offended Resentful. by how much they were yeah. like joking Absolutely. around. Yes. I mean, he, he was acting like <laughs> he was acting like this was like this cultural like uh, we our ancestors have been creating these perfume smells for centuries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then now you're just going to come in here and just shit on our cultural dynasty well, like, like this. Like, bro, it's just it's just cologne. It's just perfume. Mm-hmm. Hey, you like, know have what? You I seen, can, I, have, I'll have say. You, have you seen? I'm sorry. Uh, no. Have you seen 
those TikToks of that dude oh, yeah. who's like obsessed with perfumes yes. and colognes and he just yeah. goes to a mall and then he just smells a perfume and just acts like he's just coming in his pants because he's just so about into per- per- but then like, he into- reveals some crazy shit there are some moments where this guy is like he's smelling a perfume and he's like oh this reminds me of when many years ago when and I've grown past this but I really thought this woman in my life was going to be everything to me and she ripped my heart to pieces and I kicked three homeless men on the way home that night and I deeply regret it but the scent will never leave my mind it has a special place in my heart you know and he's just like waving it in front of his face that's um, a different guy that I'm thinking of but I which guy are you thinking of about. it's like this dude on TikTok I'll find okay. it I'll send it to you later Chris we have a two hour episode to come <laughs> we'll do it later uh, but I do like that they picked up the domes and like, this is Meghan Markle's scent. Ooh, and this is Winston Churchill's scent. And all he said was, that smells old Manny. It's like, yeah, dude. Who you, Do you think Winston Churchill was in one direction? Like, which one of the, which one do you think's Winston? You know what I think of Winston Churchill? I like to think of him as a baby. I like to think yeah, of yeah. a baby Winston. Winston Churchill is the only person who grew up a baby, stayed a baby, and died a baby. Listen, I'm just saying, no one fucked more than Winston Churchill. That's all I'm saying. All right? Okay? <laughs> no one popped more pussy than my boy Churchill. All right? That's the real reason why he was in a wheelchair. It wasn't because he got hit over by a taxi. It's because he fucked too much. He broke out his legs. <laughs> That's right. You know what? He did fuck too much. Winston Churchill, we salute you. Here we go. So That's right. Anyway, a motherfucking got- king blowing out backs, baby, and winning world wars. Let's go, Winston Churchill, the man, the king, the god, the legend, the biggest thing alive. Let's go. I don't know where the booze are coming from. <laughs> so yeah, they were Welcome sniffing different the perfumes. The and... moment we've ever had on this podcast. <laughs> I don't think we've ever done that before. Um, so Winston yeah, Churchill, that. we're obnoxious. We've never been that level. That's that was crazy. And so here's the thing about Gabby and Zach is like she had. They sat down and were smelling stuff, and he was like, "And here's one with a little bit more bergamot. Do you sense that in the palate?" And he and she goes, "Kind of smells like weed." And he's like, "Marijuana?" And she nods, and I'm like, "Mm-hmm." And <laughs> what? Why'd you need that clarification, Zach? Who the fuck is smelling other kinds of weed? Why yeah, are you doing this? That sounded like some snitch shit. That guy yeah. said that was narc energy. Like but marijuana? Like, like yeah. what are you wearing cargo shorts, dude? Are you an undercover cop right now? What the fuck? This guy does not. Do you know what's crazy? Is like he's saying marijuana like his uncle isn't putty from Seinfeld. You know what I mean? Patrick Warburton, Joe from Family Guy is this guy's uncle. You did you know that, by the way, no, Rebecca? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. That's his last season of The Bachelorette. They the hometown dates. He he went home and his uncle was there. He's like, 
Hey, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, Zach's uncle. <laughs> and that's that's it. You're just hanging out. But you how you don't have an uncle in showbiz and go, you mean marijuana? <laughs> um I don't know, man. It just feels crazy. It just Especially makes no one who was around like in the nineties. Actually was Bro. the nineties more cocaine. He was we? in a he was in a punk band. First of all, if you do cocaine, which I strongly suspect he does, okay, or has been around it enough, you know, to You've it, done it, weed at least once. Like you've, done you've smoked weed. <laughs> you've done, done weed. weed. He's done Chris, weed. Have you and done that's how weed before? <laughs> Listen, I am not the one who is on trial here, okay? <laughs> so they make a scent, okay? And I say I have Gabby's... done marijuana. <laughs> you have? Okay. Well, I'm on I'm done I'm done marijuana now. But that's not true. I I'm the spreadsheet tonight. Uh so <laughs> Look, I I think Gabby seems really fun. She's like trying to toss some joke moments and he's like kind of corny about it. It's very difficult to watch her like be like fun flirty and him be like oh yeah uh uh and just like fucking flounder um but then gabby gets a talking head she says we made a scent we called it zabby a combination between zach and gabby and i'm like yeah we couldn't piece that one together so thank you (laughs) that was a difficult puzzle and you know what the pieces were there we just you know i just couldn't see where they fit so thank you so much but this is called the Cinderella date because uh, later on they go dress shopping and she gets to try on a ton of clothes and she walks out with a million bags of new clothes. Uh, and then part of the Cinderella date is that the women, uh, the women who go on this date have to go back to the apartment shared by all the other women and parade it in front of them. And <laughs> this is probably the most egregious of it like gabby is just trying to she's having fun about it and other girls are like hyping her up about it but it's very obvious that greer is steaming because like let's not forget they got to have high tea with corgis and greer is like tea 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 you guys had tea um kylie's not doing so good with it um but she's looking she's looking good with it kylie's absolutely gorgeous but (laughs) I don't know. Charity says something like, I've I've dreamt of this. This is my dream. And she's like, it's like, do you dream of making perfume? This feels like very specific, you know? And Oh, I don't know, man. My mind went the opposite way. I was like, who wouldn't want to do this? Every woman in the room was like, this is like my dream date, like buying so much stuff and just like Mm. getting to do whatever I want all day and like hang out with dogs. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's everybody. Everybody yeah. want, would want to do this. This isn't yes, like yes, yes. special. Oh, you mean your you. dream date was a shopping spree? You didn't have yeah. to pay for everything? Yeah, that, oh, yeah, that yeah, sounds yeah. cool to anybody. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah, like no one's ever treated me with this way. And it's like, yeah, bitch, nobody gets treated this way. <laughs> nobody. Who, no who, one's ever made me feel about? like this. I've never had a date like this. Like, yeah, you've never had ABC take sponsor your your romance. Yeah, it's like, yeah, girl, that. men are 1000% trash. But also, I don't think you know how this date works. <laughs> I don't yeah, think yeah. you understand the realm of realism. Dude. You're dating is, way outside his pockets, which like, I've said happening. I've said before, I actually I feel bad for yes. uh, people who go on this show uh, yes. because imagine imagine being uh, a woman on the show. You go mm-hmm. on the show and you you get to go on these great dates, these great mm-hmm. dates. Like you get 
a shopping spree where you get to create helicopter your own rides, helicopter rides, play with dogs in a different. You get to go to different countries like as a yeah. date. That incredible, incredible. Bahamas. And then unfortunately, you get your heart broken on national television. You don't end up being the one for this guy after that, trauma bonding publicly after trauma bonding publicly and also you weren't really allowed to talk to any other man in the world so because of that you kind of got stockholm yeah, syndrome yeah. into thinking this man was your soulmate uh, uh -huh. and then you go back home and then now you have to do all of the healing mm. from the from the pain that you got from the show and then mm. on top of that your first date when you're like i'm ready to get back out there is just the chilies, like you just like you just oh, do buddy. You just you know do a taco truck at the park. The dude, taking them to the chilies. That's who yeah. I feel a little bit worse for. <laughs> yeah. Hey, who is so? Ooh. You want to tell me about your how's how's things with you? It's like, well, I just got dumped on TV. It's like, oh, word, that sucks. Yeah, um, my he we were on a yacht and. <laughs> I, I saw one of the seven wonders of the world up close and we got a private tour in it and I got to touch things that you're not allowed to touch. Uh, but then he said that he didn't think his mom would like me. So uh, we cut it off. And um, then I met you on this app. And here we are at this um, food truck parking lot where they got a bunch of different food trucks. And I'm I'm um, and you're telling me I can't pick everything from all of them. Uh, that's not how I'm used to dating. So yeah, I don't know what it is. My last date uh, was in Morocco. We were doing like we were in a bazaar, just you know, trying out different foods and just really getting to explore each other. And then we got to do this super private ceremony where we like, uh -huh. like, like unlocked each other's chakras and it really connected, uh -huh. connected on a deeper level. But then. Uh -huh. He said that he just, you know, he just didn't see it with me, so he broke up with me. But anyways, yeah, sure, let's go do this mini golf thing. Yeah, that sounds yeah. fun. Yeah, that sounds. <laughs> Yeah, let's do that. No, that sounds so romantic. No, my last date did take us over a waterfall in a helicopter and uh, had uh, trained seals hold up signs that say, I love you, Reagan. And, uh, you know, it was it meant a lot to me because the seal spelled my name right. But uh, I'd love I'd love to go to this bar uh, a block away from your apartment uh, to meet you tonight. You know, so look at us go with riffing and improving and. <laughs> Um, so this is a great, this is a fun date, but like charity's like upset. It's fucked up to expect them to be stoked for Gabby to expect them to hear all of this yeah. and this late in the game to be like Gabby, yeah. the one that they all thought was going home to for sure. Cause she kept complaining about having no connection with him. And then they're like, okay, great. So she's getting a one-on-one. -on -one? Okay. Whatever. Okay. She I, comes back. She gets the best date. I am very happy. And the rose. Because I do think it's like, hey, like, let this person enjoy the fact that they got Agreed. this like, awesome date without feeling Agreed. guilty about it. Like, no, yes, if it was if it was literally not this dynamic and this was just your friend coming back from mm -hmm. a date, you would want them to go on about how much they enjoyed the date. Right. The but maybe pick the me... girls who like each other. You know what I mean? Like, maybe right. have like a survey around the girls. Like, who can handle being there for Gabby after the one on one? And then maybe no, 10... you should be able to handle it, man. You've known this guy for like, what? how many weeks? But that's the thing is like the so okay the, it's it's been five weeks okay um five weeks where they're only basically they're basically locked in rooms together where they are always talking about him they'll have oh. conversations with him and this be like okay chilling. this is yeah no it's like eyes on the prize the prize is getting married to this guy at the end 
And so it's, it is kind of like this hyper-focused thing where like, it's all you can think about. It's all you like the most common thing you talk about, like other it's a comp. There's a competitive element. There's like FOMO involved. So like, obviously you're so into it. And so it hurts that you're not being involved in it when you were told like every week that he wants you here. You know what I mean? And you're not shown or reassured in any way. And th- and then sometimes you are reassured and then he rebuffs you or sends you home. You know what I mean? It's 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 not Mike, easy. I think you might be a nicer person than me. I'm going to be honest with you. I well, think look, you might just be nicer. <laughs> Rebecca, we we know that I I you don't you you don't take shit and I take shit. You know what I mean? You're <laughs> you're strong. You're like, "No, grow up." And I'm like, "I'm baby forever." And that's <laughs> that's the whole deal, right? But the, the here I get why it's hard. I get why it's difficult to put on a brave face. Let's not forget that Greer is also who has she had to deal with much before. I don't know. You know, how often has he, she had to like hold back? I think Mercedes was at a breaking point because she literally, we see nothing of her in the entire time. And, oh, yeah. she, you know, meanwhile, charity has gotten many group date roses and it has been singled out as like, you know, he's she's one that that Zach really likes. And so Charity I get that. Charity's get... awesome. Charity, Charity always Charity's... looks. She'd be one of my picks for sure. No question. Charity's face uh, freaks me out because she looks tense constantly. Even oh, when she's smiling, it no. looks like something's worrying her. And and I, I don't know how to handle that. No, she I looks like, like yeah, you good. You good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's what and you guys can't see it because I don't put out the video here but that's i'm doing i'm doing my best impression and guess i look exactly it perfect um this entire zoom meeting i've noticed how often my eyes just don't open and i like i can see perfectly (laughs) but like my eyes like i have to like i have to focus to keep my eyes open so it looks like I'm, i'm eyes open otherwise it looks like i'm falling asleep at my computer and but i'm not i'm like fully awake Anyway, point is they're not happy uh, with that. So Greer is Big Mac. She's like, I told Zach how much I love tea. I have it tatted on me. And she finally walks away. And then Charity walks away. And they're having a moment in the hallway on the floor. And she's like, I told Zach I love tea. And Charity's like, and I also wanted that one-on-one. And get and Greer's like, you got it. And then Gabby leaves the other girls in the other room and goes down the hallway. And we get one of the most perfect reality TV moments where she has to oh uh excuse me, girls, and like has to like step over Greer with all the bags and realizes, oh no, I've gone too far. Oh wait, that's my room. You girls are crying in front of my room. Can can I get into my room, please, with all of my bags? And they're like, oh, oh yeah, just give us a second. We're going to get out of your way. Um, ma- But at the same time, here's the other thing. We saw Gabby freak out about all these other girls' one-on-one dates. We've seen that. We've seen Gabby freak out in, like, the diary room situations, the talking heads. And it kind of feels like you can empathize. You can relate. You recognize. You understand. You've been there. The the feeling you've had that before and it sucks. And to have it kind of pushed in your face like that sucks, too. But in this moment, ooh, mwah, give me I, I bet a producer was like, Greer, just take a seat in front of this door here. No, 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 no reason. I don't think that's anybody's room. Oh, beautiful. The fact Evil. the 
the fact uh, shout out to two bros in a rose podcast they tweeted uh that like uh gabby did the um uh, uh the fucking alan iverson stepping over tony lou uh <laughs> which if you don't know anything about sports is just an infamous photo of alan iverson during the nba finals the Sixers versus the Lakers. Uh, Tony Liu is on the ground and Allen Iverson steps over him. Uh, and it's a very iconic uh, photo, which is kind of funny because like the photo is like, yo, that's how fucking that's how fucking like Allen Iverson don't give a fuck about you. All right. He's scoring points on you and he's walking over your lousy ass body. And then the Sixers lost that finals. But that's not a here nor there. Um Huh. Basically, basically it was I know neither one of you watch sports, so this joke is falling. But uh, I enjoyed the tweet. <laughs> How do you spell Tony Lou? I've been trying to look it up. T O N I Lou. L. Actually, oh, oh I think it might be Tone Lou. It's Tyron. Okay, I looked it up. Okay. Oh, so it's a completely different. <laughs> Oh my God, that's funny. it's Tyron Lou. <laughs> I don't know name. where the fuck I was getting Tony Lou. <laughs> you got it right out of my mustache, it's a good baby. Thing you watch sports, man. You got it. All right, let's focus up, people. We got three more pages of notes. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> we can fully skip over Zach and Gabby's uh, post-date dinner time where they talk and. Because it's just it's just the conversation is normal, but painfully boring. They It's fine. Oh, can I just say one thing that I thought was I was like, I I that's unhinged. That would be a red Please. flag for me. Yes. When Gabby's like, oh, yeah, like I'm not a kisser. I'm like, huh? what do you mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, she was like, like I'm, I'm not a kisser. I'm a color. Yeah. Like, are you are you I completely bad then? or like, what does that? I don't yeah. I don't understand that at all. Yeah. Do you guys do you guys get that? Can you explain it to me? <laughs> no, I I don't. I I will say that <laughs> there was a while where I dated this girl who like even when get like uh getting a little bit uh friskier would be like I don't like kissing with tongue at all and I was like you're just but so she's like tight lip pecking the whole, and I'm like this I can't do that. This, this oh. is bad. This oh, is yeah, bad. That sounds terrible. Everybody. It it is. Not even like and, a little bit. Well, here's the thing. I was like, you know, for me, I like that. Uh, and it's kind of like not doing it. So she's like, okay. And she would do it, but then I'd see her pull away and then wipe her mouth. And I was like, okay, I get you just don't like having a wet mouth. Like, I'm not like aggressively mouth, uh, like licking your face or anything, but she would just like, uh, okay, now we're good. Keep going. It's like, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah, it was off putting. I understand people not being like, I don't like hugs. I understand yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But get not that. wanting the kiss is is that kind of that kind of says to me you have some trauma you're needing to work through with your therapist. Like I'm not even like trauma. trying to make a joke. Like I think it's just like something of like there's something there's something I think you might just be a bad kisser. I think that's part <laughs> of it. Just full stop. If you don't like kissing, I think you just might be a bad kisser. Or maybe just had a lot of people. You were with bad kissers. Yeah. Like maybe yourself, you're not bad. Like, I don't know. Maybe Gabby's fire. Mm-hmm. Fire she Gabby. Just, yeah. She was just uh, hooked up with some absolute duds. Yeah. But meanwhile, this season, we've got this guy who is apparently, according to all these women, a very good kisser. 
Um, Uh-oh. and so maybe, well, you know, he gives her the rose. I just remember this. He gives her the rose. She says, and I'm going to give you a kiss. And he says, you better. I'm like, wow. Okay. Okay. Obligations now, huh? It just felt like they were too aware of the cameras, oddly. Mm-hmm. Um. So we get the group date uh, note, and it's everybody but Charity. Charity gets the one-on-one. So it's Brooklyn, Kat, Ali, Katie, Ariel, uh, Kylie, Jess, Mercedes, and Greer. And Mercedes has a moment. She's like, I can't, I can't. And she runs off. She cries. She cries in confessional. Gabby gets a rose. Um, that's where she says, I'm going to kiss you. She says, you better. And then uh, they have UB40 uh, singing in the other room, which is funny because what's that song they're known for? Red, red wine. Uh, but uh, they didn't sing that one. They sang some other song and that guy sounded awful. Uh, he did not sound good. Uh, cool, fun to have a band we've heard of before, though. I uh, can't fault them for that. Now we're getting to the part of the show that I am going to call the thing that I I will say I enjoyed about this episode, thanks to Zach, and that's him getting COVID. Now, we don't know that he got COVID, uh, but the group date is is going to happen, and we find out that um, Zach can't make it because he's feeling a little sick. What, too much? No, Were you guys good. are laughing inaudibly. My favorite part <laughs> about this episode was a man being the recipient of a pandemic. Okay, well, no, no, hold on. You, you're misinterpreting this. You're misinterpreting <laughs> okay. this. My favorite okay. part of it is that he was no longer part of the equation. That's what I. Oh, wait, now it sounds like I was happy he died. Uh, <laughs> it's like, whoo, you're really kicking it up. So all I'm saying is, so here's the thing. We don't know he has COVID yet, right? But he's like, I'm I'm feeling under the weather today. You girls have fun without me. There's a bus tour. We were going to take a bus tour of London and then go to a bunch of pubs and it, all that stuff. And I'm like, look, buddy, I'm sorry. Like, I wrote this down. I wrote this down before we found out. I wrote, I'm sorry, Mr. Sniffles, but just power through, bitch. Did you test positive for COVID? Is it so it's negative? Just get out there. And then <laughs> later on, we found out, oh, shit, he has COVID. But when I wrote that, I called him Mr. Sniffles, and I liked it too much to not say it tonight. <laughs> You're like, you know um, what? I'm going I'm I'm to stand by this. I'm not. And I respect I respect the commitment. Thank you. So here's the thing. We've got we've got the women going on this date without Zach. And one of them goes, but what's the point of Zach's not here? And I'm like, enjoy London. A bunch of you guys said it was like a dream spot to be. Get out there. Like, just have a fun time. You guys are friends. You were supposed to go on a date. The best part of the whole episode was that old woman bartender. Yes. Oh, yeah. That one was awesome. She gave me vibes of the old woman bartender from Ted Lasso. Oh yeah, okay. I feel okay, that. Yeah, yeah. Like same type of personality, but like sense. Chris just for, means like, British and, uh, and yeah, that's and, exactly. Uh, yeah, they were both. They're both. That's what they uh, are. Older white British women who work <laughs> at a bar. Uh, How do you girls know each other? It's like we're all dating the same guy. He's like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. You go, all right. Uh, but you know, so like, here's Kylie says some shit like, um. 
I got all dressed up for him and I, you know, I'm wearing something cute. So I'm a little cold and there's no way it could get uh, any worse. And then it starts raining and they're like, oh no, rain in London. (laughs) 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 Who who would have known? Uh, (laughs) Unbelievable. And so they're, they're going around. They even like, they even taunt one of those like Buckingham palace guards. And I hated that. that. Yeah, I hated, I hated that, that because so it was much. Katie at the center of it. I don't like Katie at all. I think she's very annoying. Well, um, I hated it for multiple reasons. One, it's such a cliche, like, I'm American in London. Like, mm-hmm. let's fuck with the dude and ask questions. Like, can't you move? Like, we all know they can't. We yeah. Every American does that when they go to you. Like, can we not? It's a Can trope think for of- a reason, and this show is meant for the Midwest, Chris. We're I know, about, but like, fucking let be middle-aged flyover states. Listen, Chris, I don't you know mind. Love this. I don't mind. I, in fact, I love the idea of going to London and telling every British person to lick my gooch. I love the idea of that. I'm hey, just man, saying, hell there's yeah. more Live original ways to do that. All right, don't fucking go to the standing guard and fuck <laughs> with him. That's been done before. Fucking get a bunch of tea bags, throw it in their water, and just say, ha ha, did it again. Like, do but shit like that. That's or... jail for four years out there. You get oh, locked is it up really? in the trolley. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh. No. What the fuck do I know about London? <laughs> the trolley. <laughs> the trolley. Yeah, there we go. I honestly, if you never would have said that, I would have thought that was 100% real. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love well, that. Rem- Remember last night we played code names with the guy who thought Paris was in London. Uh, Adam Blank did the show on uh, Tim Riel's uh, uh, online code names live show. Shout out to Adam at Remember the Game podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so okay, so look, uh, the girls that normally after the date they have like a post date. Oh, I also forgot another thing that I hated about that moment was out of all of the dance moves that what was it, Katie or Kate? Katie. Katie did the the thumb thing where she was like like this. And I'm sorry, white lady was bad at dancing and breaking news here. Listen, listen, first and foremost. Rebecca as a white lady, please respond. First and foremost, (laughs) this whole this whole white people can't dance thing. I've seen singing in the rain. I know you bitches can dance. Y'all just hey, stop believing in dance. yourselves. You just say me. Y'all stop believing no, in hips. yourselves. Okay. I got rhythm and hips, baby. You know I don't. I I, I move. All right. I'm just saying. Just say me, dog. Also, I've seen plenty of white people dance terribly. They still dance better than whatever the fuck that thumb move was. I'm just saying, Katie, you should be ashamed of yourself. Well, that's, look, that's just all she brings I'm down the average doesn't mean she isn't close to it. So I'm, you know, Fair. it's like, I think, uh, I think she's she's near the curve. But um, yeah, it's bad, and she, what do you expect? I didn't have a high expectations for. No, for she's Katie from Texas. Dancing. She only listens to country music for sure. She's Fair. got she's got square dancing down, but mostly because that's math. And she learned that in nursing school. Uh, you know, that that's you got to lo- know a lot of math. And that makes sense. Right. Angles, geometry. Anyway, the butler comes in uh, and says, hey, girls, there's not. Unfortunately, Zachary is under the weather still, and he will not be joining you on tonight's affairs. You may adjourn to your rooms, or you may indulge in a couple of beverages here, but first you must... Okay, goodbye now. And so they don't have a cocktail. The girls are just hanging out, and 
Greer is just like, I don't have any grace to give tonight. I'm fucking pissed. I'm really upset. I'm bummed. Uh, who gets the rose then tonight? Who gets the rose? Do we each take a pedal? And I thought this was really fucking sweet. She said, do we each take a pedal? And all the girls were like, yeah, yeah, we do. Let's fucking decimate this this rose and symbolically give ourselves a rose because we had a nice time together mm-hmm. amongst ourselves. And this is going to be one of my roses of the week. I'm, I'm tipping my hat here. I fucking loved this. I mm-hmm. fucking love that. Yes, we're disappointed in our experience. It's not great. We're upset that we didn't get a date with the guy. We turned it around. We had a great time. Our expectations were set that we'd see him later. We couldn't do that either. But guess what? We fucking rule. Here's a rose or a piece of a rose for each one of us. I love that. I really like that. I thought that was really sweet. There was nobody tearing anybody down. It was very nice. And I appreciated that moment a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so they get home and Charity and uh, and Gabby are like, oh, no, you guys are home early. And they're like, uh, yeah, there was uh, no date because Zach is under the weather. He is not feeling so good. And Charity's like, oh, no. Oh, no. She's freaking out. She's worried that she might not get her one on one. And it turns out she's right to be. Because she does not get her one-on-one. Zach has COVID. Jesse comes in the next day, says, sorry to tell you, your boy is uh, quarantining. And then Katie kind of huffs about it. And then Jesse's like, well, surely you understand the severity of it as a nurse. You get you get why we're, we're taking these measures. And she's like, yeah, like <laughs> just kind of... <laughs> pouty about it i thought that was such a weird call out of like I mean, I'm, I'm sure you appreciate this it's just like bro i'm off the clock like i'm trying to fuck like i don't <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't care about protocol right now that's why she doesn't get vaccinated she doesn't take her work home okay anyway, that's enough i'm i'm sure she's vaccinated and not a bad nurse but it is very fun to make fun of this franchise in the worst ways mm-hmm. um Look, I'm I I don't like Katie, but I thought this was cute. She she made him a care package. She was like, "Here's a box of stuff to show you that I miss you and that I think you'll enjoy and I'm going to deliver it to your room and maybe we'll we'll have a little chat through the door." And I thought this was very cute. What I didn't like was that, "Hey, you're going to go see a guy who has COVID. Uh, maybe wear a mask. You know, maybe he's stupid and he opens the door." Like, he's definitely got the thing. Uh, you know, doors are one thing, but is it fully insulated? You know, maybe just wear precaution. You're, wear a mask. Just also, wear, I just want to say, I mean, I know we all get COVID and differently. We experience it differently. But, like, I got not to mine jump ahead. from marijuana. <laughs> Don't do drugs. Cross arms, breathe heavy. Killer callback. Mike Rosa. See him tomorrow night at Rustic Comedy. Uh, I like <laughs> when he was doing the virtual cocktail ceremony, which I know. We'll Wait, get we're to. not there yet. We're not I there know, yet. but I just want to say when he did that and then the rose ceremony at the end, this dude did not look or sound sick in any way, shape or form. See, That's how you know. he's. Look, I'm not going to I'm not going to sh- shade this like Straight up, I've had friends who have tested positive for COVID, not a symptom, no nothing. It they don't feel anything, and they definitely had it. 
And so if he can not look all he wants, if he got it, he got it. Be safe. There are people who are asymptomatic. I am saying that. But the way. I don't know. They made it it sound like he was on his deathbed. Well, do you remember that shot where he canceled the date? He gets it to bed, reaches over for one Kleenex and goes. And then (laughs) puts it aside. They're like, yeah, that's that that's good, audience Zach. is not going to take our word for it. We need to show that you're sick. Now grab yeah. that tissue and act like you're sneezing. Also, what about that camera guy? Huh? The guy in the room with him uh, filming that sequence. Were they wearing masks by then? What about the perfume guy? What about like there's some uh, yeah, and yeah. Gabby? Did no, it have that's to be separated? That's what I th- kind of Gabby. thought was weird. I was like, they were just making out. Like, shouldn't you like? Shouldn't there be was some scene where you're ceremony? testing everybody? She was. She was at the yeah. rose ceremony. And that's and don't get me wrong, that's definitely they happened where daily, like people, one person has tested positive for COVID and like kissed their partner, and their partner mm-hmm. always tested negative. Like I know that's happened. And but when I, I got it, Andrina didn't get it. We, you know, we lived Yeah. Together. So that that is possible. So I'm sure they only let her because like they tested her, she was negative. They're like, all right, you can still do stuff. But it's just still like it takes a while. Like, you know, we're going to question that. So why not just say like, yeah, I know hey, Gabby went out. on the date. She tested negative. You're all good. Not mm. just like Zach Get has COVID. IPad no further updates. Just send the iPad to her room after they're done with it. You know what I mean? Like if it, it you, you can wait another little bit. He's also quarantining anyway. um, So we're, we're back at Katie. <laughs> they decide to hug the door. Which and she goes, I felt you. I felt the door shake, and yeah, I the thought the shake of the door felt good. That made me laugh so fucking hard, man. I laughed so hard. Yeah, they're grasping at straws constantly. Oh. I said, "Girl, you are down bad. bad. Oh, so bad. So the shake of the door felt good. Wait until Girl, you watch no. Madison. You still need to go you back understand. to the beginning of the season." You need to watch Madison. The masturbation's the an option. I just, I... Well, yeah. just so you know, uh, Katie got the first one-on-one date of the season, and they went to the Natural History Museum and together. It was closed that night, so it's just closed out. And then, yeah, they stayed overnight together. So I think... The implication one, is that... I'm, She's down bad because she got she got it before everyone else did. Oh, okay. that's the implication. Because having overnight that doesn't that shit doesn't happen. That doesn't happen until fantasy suites week, which like is the week my favorite the week because that's America rallying together to watch someone yeah, fuck. That's America admitting people. that they're into sex, like when Fifty Shades of Grey it's was so, a thing and people were reading it on buses. It's fuck week, and then they try to make it, it, it seem like week. it's not about fucking, it and it's and they'll say like, do you want to spend the night? And then they'll come out like full on sex hair for the both of them and be like, we had a good nap. Is that the following one? Because there was like a lot of implications in the like next week. So that that's not all next week, but there it's coming up. Oh, okay. So yeah. oh, I, see. Okay, I think I, got we're, I think the week after next is hometowns. Yeah. So they do hometowns. So you they meet the people's families first and then they fuck the following week. So, yeah. Because like, you gotta meet the family first, right? Yeah, 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 right. Which, which is funny, is like you meet the family. Like, I don't want. Well, how else anymore. are you going to barter with father about the goats? Uh, <laughs> you guys need to laugh louder on this podcast so people don't think that you're dead silent <laughs> the entire time. Just, Every time I've just made you a joke here and it goes so quiet, 
in that case, I'm going to mute laughing, every I time I both, laugh. Just yeah. I see uh, both sure. of you throwing your heads back, and I get none of the <laughs> fucking noise. <laughs> Dicks. <laughs> uh, anyway. I wrote this down, and I feel like this is an you know I'm observation. A, okay, okay. I'm also gonna I'm gonna mute my video, so then when Bitch. I laugh, not only can you not see that I'm laughing, I'm also gonna move my head away from the mic, so it's just really gonna enhance. This I love bitch you, said, sweetie. "Mute my video, mute my video." This fucking guy says, "Mute my video, get out of here." Isn't <laughs> that the phrase? Mute, mute your video. No, mute, mute your microphone, but you know, you you kill your video or turn oh, it off. Oh, I was going to, yeah, so then you visually could. We're, that's besides the point. Anyway, uh, what, what so, were we talking on. about? I was going to say, I think this is an astute observation. Um, I think that Zach is so boring that I felt, personally, I felt no difference between him in person versus behind a fucking door. Uh, I felt mm. like it was the same, mm. the yeah. same as... Him being behind the door talking to Katie felt the same as him being at dinner with Gabby. And that's telling. Him I, and Katie are really I really perfect like for each them. other. Yeah, because they're both they're both a pile of sticks. Like they're they're just both <laughs> like just like a bleach pod. Like just, n- just nothing. Just you know, nothing. This is gonna be this is gonna be pretty particular, but there's a there's an episode of The Office where uh, Ellie Kemper Aaron takes a bunch of pictures on a disposable camera, and then she goes, "Oh, that's the end of it," and just sh- throws it away. And she goes, "I love disposable cameras, but it's just so wasteful. You don't even get to see the pictures at the end." And that's how I feel about Zach and Katie. Is that click click click? Yes, I ship them. I think they're great. Now get rid of these two. I never want to hear about them again. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want that. I don't want. Yeah. They're like a wish. You whisper into into like an eyelash and blow it away, and you never have to think about them again. Yes, they're good for each other, but they're also the most boring white bread people who keep their politics secret. But we all know what that means. And like, I just don't. I don't like. I don't like them. I don't like them. Please get them off my TV for the love of God. Anyway. There's no cocktail party because Jesse's like still got COVID. Turns out this thing lasts a while. And he's like, we're going to do something we've never done before. We're going to do virtual dating. That's right. FaceTime, Zoom, let's go. And they set up a room for the girls to have conversations with Zach on an iPad. This gave me painful flashbacks to trying to date in quarantine. Body. Mm -hmm. Body. Mm -hmm. Me too. Yes. Yes. This was the most dystopian the show got. I didn't realize how much I did not miss trying to have a first date via FaceTime where you're just in your apartment and you're just like, you're first off, you're like, do I get dressed up? Do I get or do I dress (laughs) comfortable? Like, is it weird that I'm in a button up in my jeans on my couch right now and then do i hold have you the, ever do i hold it do i leave it on an on a surface have 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 you ever experienced where you were dressed up and they weren't no no i had that happen to me i, I was like you know i'm gonna be safe i think like the first one i did i like put on a button up and jeans because i was like I'm, i'd rather be safe than sorry i don't uh, you know i don't want to i don't want to like it come up and like she's you know dressed up and looking nice and yeah, i'm yeah, yeah. you know looking like a bum like i want her to feel like i'm putting in effort like her yeah, yeah uh yeah. and then no she was 
sweatpants hoodie, which don't get me wrong. She still no, looked amazing, fair, cool, but sick, it was just yeah. still like, I was just still like, okay, from that moment on, I learned, I'm like, let me ask ahead of time mm. if yeah. what, what they're doing. You lit candles. You like, you, you like, uh, had puppets that you used as like a waiter and you like moved the marionette around with your plate Actually, of pasta, I and like you had that. him I like and you, that. And you were like, I would go on oh, a just second a little date bit. with that guy. Yeah, I would. I would go on a second <laughs> date if someone did that. Yeah. yeah. What? No, but seriously, if the guy came in and he had a marionette with like cheese, and he's like, just a little bit, please, and he goes like, say when, and he's he's like shredding cheese. And it's actually shredding his Parmesan onto his pasta. And it's like, that's enough. Thank you. He's like, just a little more. And he does a little bit more. And then he gets out of there. <laughs> I see why you needed to finish that thought. Thank I you. understand. I had an I accent planned and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, these virtual dates was so. Do not. I did not miss well, that part of them. COVID. Uh, they were all also what fucking app were they were they using where they couldn't see themselves? So they yeah. were not they so they were not using. They they had it, it was some sort of like tech. Somebody had to develop something, or there's like another tablet out there with uh FaceTime without like front facing camera enabled, or that it's something that you can disable, but like. It's just sometimes that felt that, deliberate. Literally every it was so that they can cut. They can cut between things. It's so much easier to cut between things if you don't have the image. So they're not getting Zach's side of things where they're going to see him. So they only uh -huh. got that one. It was probably disabled on his too either way. But the point is, like, they couldn't see themselves because of, like, continuity or, like, seeing the camera guy behind them uh... with the camera. Like it, it's for sure because of angles. If and it's such. for like, continuity, like I understand they, you know, so then that way they all talk about it and it's a running thing on the on the show. But like at the same time, it's like if you're worried about continuity, like we, uh, so well, many of these virtual dates were wasted talking about how they couldn't see themselves. And right, I like, hated that. I hated that. Why not? But also. If you're going to do this for continuity, just tell everyone ahead of time, hey, you're yeah. not going to be able to see yourself. Don't bring yeah. it up. Just but act then they're going to be like, oh, it's weird that I can't see myself. And speaking of continuity. You can also just edit that out. I don't know why we needed to you. hear it like thank 15 you. fucking times. Like, In fact, to, get rid of it. To go back to what you said, how if they would cut this show, like it would be like it, to an hour, it'd be so much better. Every episode of this show has the same energy of when in college you had a essay that you were writing and there was a word count and you yes! just were throwing uh, fill, in every fill, cinnamon, fill. Yeah. cinnamon yeah well their fucking... word count is two hours man they gotta <laughs> fill that shit like they shouldn't need this they, but the ads baby it keeps it going i'll say i'll say this okay um i think I think it's ridiculous that they have this continuity thing where they're like, oh, we can't see. Uh, meanwhile, Christina Mandrell earlier in the season, she even pointed this out. She went on a date and uh, like the group date and had one top on for that. And then they cut to a talking head supposedly of the same night where she's wearing a completely different outfit. And the context is like supposed to be like intercutting from that same night. And she was just like, yeah, great job, ABC. You're, you're, you're cutting between different nights to make it look like I said something different on that. Uh, so I, I think that that's kind of shady and not great. But here we are. So 
let's get into these dates. We're going to start with Charity because she lost the one-on-one and they started with him. And he says, I got you a, a little gift. It, it should be under the pink pillow. And it's like a plastic Big Ben statuette, which a cute little sentiment. Like, it's, it, hey, London, we were supposed to go have dinner in Big Ben's head or whatever. And mm-hmm. he says, uh, time had been cut short for us. Oh, no, he said had been cut. And then he goes, had been. I, I fucked it up. I said a bean, Ben instead of Ben. Point is, he's trying to fit three puns into one. And let me tell you something about me and puns. Straight to jail. Uh, you know, no court date, nothing. You are guilty of being a fucking dweeb. He no, does seem you. like the type of guy who's like, I have a sense of humor. I'm great at puns. And you're just like, no, no. no. Get- it's like Connor Connor B from Katie season dressed like a cat and was like, I'm meow amazing or whatever. I he, he didn't say that. He didn't say that. I forgot he existed. He said he you just said saw a bunch... the horror wash over my face. Yeah, he was like, "I got a joke about ties, but it's kind of long." And you're like, "Uh, I hope you, I hope you die painfully, not now or today or anything, but I hope when you do go, you, it's painful, and you hear me giggling about it because I'm, I'm, my wish is coming true. I fucking hated that. I hate, I hate that kind of person. You don't memorize a grade." three joke book and then call it a personality and say you're the king of dad jokes you, it, go how about shut up oh man i'm steamed <laughs> um cat talks to him and they have a virtual snog which that's a two word phrase that makes me feel uncomfortable yeah um, ali ki- has him kiss an orange uh, that was so weird. They didn't introduce that at all. It was just like, oh, you've never done this either. And it's just like, what the fuck? Ali's a bit of a weirdo, and I like her. I think she's so much fun. She's definitely playing with her food here. And let me tell you, I like it. I think she deserves better than Zach, much like I think all these women, except for maybe Katie and Kat, deserve better than Zach. The other two are boring enough to deserve him outright. But, um, yeah, Jess... So what you don't know about Jess is that she's the first girl to come out of the limo and she was literally shaking like, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. And her entire time on the show is like, you see, I'm a little I'm a little less nervous now with you. And it's like, (laughs) are you, though, girl? Because you are you are uncomfy. And so her entire time on the show is being like, no, I'm fine. And I'm like, where's your Ativan? It's like, girl, we can all visibly see you are not okay. She's like a she's like one of those little dogs that's always afraid, like has to keep an eye out for legs. Um, just she so, she might be out of everyone who's left. She yeah she is. She's the youngest. She's twenty three. Out of and everyone Zach's who's twenty six, which doesn't feel right. It doesn't make sense to me. Um, oh, that so he is absolutely is, older than twenty six. Yeah, he seemed yeah. more older than twenty six. Yes, he does. When I looked up yeah. his age, because I was seeing these women's ages, and I was like, no way. Uh, yeah. Like, this is disgusting. Yeah. This show's disgusting. Yeah. It is. And then it I is. looked him up and I was like, oh, my God, 26, bro. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, you two would lose uh, years off your uh, you, you two would, would gain years on your uh, on your appearance if you lost everything. The crypto uh, <laughs> failing and your dad reminded you every phone call, you know, uh, I wish his dad would. You could tell his dad's like forgiving about it. He's like, what's. Hey, hey, son, what's 30 grand? Come on. I didn't lose all that much. God, I hate I, I, that. I'm even the, the, the thing I'm making up about him is making me mad. 
Uh, <laughs> now we get to basically a chef's kiss of an interaction. Um, Rebecca, you seem very excited about this with Greer. Um, after telling the girls that she feels that other connections have surpassed hers with Zach, and she feels like this um, this conversation with Zach is, is going to be like a, a good step forward. Um, do you want to talk to us about what you thought of Greer and <laughs> what happened with Greer and Zach on their virtual date? So that, well, firstly, so uncomfortable. Oh, my God. God, absolutely wow. i was like this is absolutely this is palpable like i can taste yeah. this i'm not even yes. there man yeah secondarily i was like someone throw this man in an ocean okay oh. like i oh, yeah, understand yeah. that what she said was kind of ridiculous but yes. also his reaction of like i'm out here finding my wife i was like bro oh no mm -mm, mm. ship uh -uh. this man ship we're done I'll we're done here greer run girl get out absolutely I'm sorry my attempt to relate to you at all is not like, I don't know, trying to find your wife who, heads up, buddy, I want that to be me as of now still somehow. Like, maybe maybe this man, okay, so you've also missed a couple episodes where this guy, the second there's drama in the house, he kind of, like, rolls his eyes and is like, I don't want to deal with this. He's He's got no empathy. Even for moments where, like, even if it's dumb, if somebody comes to you and is like, I'm feeling kind of uh, mistreated in the house, you're at least going to be like, that sucks. And he's like, yeah. what makes you what makes you say that? How, why do you feel mistreated in the house, I guess, or whatever? Ugh. You know, it just it, it's it's out of obligation rather than like a genuine empathy or a want to be a good per I don't feel like Zach is a good person. He hasn't shown us that he is, frankly. Can you can you answer this question? I I, I yes. just I'm I'm super curious about this. Um are all the bachelors this young? No. No. Cuz I'm like I don't understand the cuz like if this was a show where it was like all older people, I'd be way more into it. Cuz people would the desperation would be like, "Oh my god, this is my last shot. I need this. Well, I need this to work, right?" You should Whereas watch this guy Claire's I'm like, "Why are you season. so upset? You're 26. Why are you even doing this?" Yeah, so... I it's insane. It's insane that this is like first of all, what do you want to get married for so badly at 26? But then you blow got... my mind. There was a season of The Bachelorette that started at basically it was supposed to be a regular season. COVID hit while they were beginning filming. Claire uh, was going to be the oldest Bachelorette in the history of The Bachelor. At the time, I believe she was 36. But they talked about her like she was a fucking 80, like an octogenarian. Yeah. The oldest Bachelorette we have ever had. And guess what, guys? She's been to therapy. Yeah, she's done the work. She's they acted ready like she, it was fucking man. Phyllis Diller was coming onto the Bachelorette <laughs> to get some dick. Like it was just thirty six. And and Still guess what? Young. No. Guess what? Midway through, she picks a twenty five year old and goes, "That's my fiance," and leaves. And this guy is yeah. just the hottest guy out of the group. She knows nothing about him. They do a roast. Yeah. Where she goes, don't talk to my fiance that way. While this is still full on the bachelorette, they get engaged. He cheats on her immediately. He's a model. He's like, anyway. Oh, wow. oh which real quick, which also, so you know, she has a happy ending now. She just got married to a man. Yeah. Uh, but this was, yeah, COVID happened. So she was in quarantine yeah. like the rest of us. So I, 
Like, it's a little bit mm. understandable how she goes on this show and the first tall, buff, light skin that she sees, she's like, <laughs> I want to marry this man. Like, you know, <laughs> she's just an ally. Okay. All right. She's just but... an ally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but I think so. First and foremost, I'm going to be honest. I don't think what Greer said was wrong in any way, shape or form. She was just very clearly trying to be like, hey. Like, I understand where you're coming from of how, like, there's this yes. important thing in mm -hmm. your life and then COVID comes in and it kind of fucks everything up. She wasn't trying to My make it to be like COVID. our stuff is the same because she ended what she said with, like, I understand where you're coming from. Like, how are you feeling? Like, she was yeah. trying to be like, mm -hmm. hey, I sympathize to, to him. And yeah, like, oh. I want to know, how are you taking this? How are you feeling? She's like, she was very clearly trying to have compassion. And this was a perfect, this is why, this is why to Badger Nation, yeah, I will call you raggedy fucks till the day every I time. die. 100%. Every time. Listen up. Every, Listen up, Bachelor Nation. Every Listen goddamn up. time. Every goddamn time that a man on the show, it doesn't matter if he's the fucking lead or not. Part anytime C. a man on this show literally does the, when I say bare minimum, I don't mean bare, like I mean the barest of bare minimums. This fucking fan base would be like, I love this man. He's so great. Oh my God. Every finally, time. a man who's mature and respectful and all of this. And I have to tell you, raggedy fucks every <laughs> goddamn season to fucking wait. Wait, wait till the end of the goddamn season to then say anything positive about any of these raggedy ass men because time every time and time again they to no what should be no one's surprise not turn a turn out surprise. to be shitty. We we all know we all know men are raggedy. We all know men are trash. We know that we tweet that a thousand times, but yet y'all oh, want to act surprised. Y'all want to act surprised? I'm just saying, wait, wait till the season is done before you oh, praise yeah. anybody. And that's what's happening here. Episodes one and two, everyone's like, Zach is perfect. He's emotionally intelligent. He's not wasting time on drama. And yet everyone is ignoring the fact that every time on this fucking season, anytime every any of time. these women voice their feelings and are like, hey, this is hard for me right now, Zach very visually obviously gets shuts down cuts out. yeah and cuts out and yeah. distances himself because they're getting in the way of him having a good fuck time Every and time. he just wants mm. you can he just wants to be selfish and hook That's up it. as much as he wants without 100%. anyone making him feel guilty and stuff and this was that moment of like hey you're making like Hey, you're not making this about me right now, and fuck and you for doing that. Like I signed up to be on, I signed up on the show for it to be all about me. Let's go. Also, bro. Also, uh, you should like. I would say her losing out on the sales thing is worse because that her money got involved. And bro, you let's be real. You ain't finding you ain't your shit. wife. You're gonna find someone who you both are gonna post a a, a shared. Breakup post on Instagram. Yeah, you guys are gonna have a curated notes from app now. Breakup. Oh, also, please. you're acting like as if if you don't find a wife on this show, that you're Your never gonna ruined. have a date ever Nothing. again. So let's like, say he's 26, dude. He's 26. He's 26. What are you? What are you about? What are you upset about? Plus, honestly, it broke my heart the way she was like, 
oh my god i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i'm like oh. like no oh no i was sure it got me I like i that. i got like secondhand anxiety from it i was so stressed out yeah. for her because yeah. i was like no, i've been young yes. i've done this before yes. where you're just like i don't blame oh, greer at all yes exactly it's like i don't blame greer because if i was oh. in her position i would have had the exact same reaction and it sucks because she was made to feel nah, like she man. did something wrong when she did not. She did not do anything wrong. And then now Greer is spiraling, doubt, doubting herself and thinking yeah. she's being shitty. Yeah. When yeah. when fucking Zach is just I've I've said this from day one. Zach day is one. a is a is low key a fuck boy who just has an emotionally intelligent uh, vocabulary. vocabulary. Like you said this knows- on Gabby and Rachel season two. Yes, like he knows what to say to make it seem like, oh, there's a lot of depth. Like he's done yeah. the work. When in yeah. actuality, like I, like I don't know if he's being malicious with it or not, but I just know that he's not Mister. Like I've done the work and I'm super mature. That he tries to give that impression. In fact, he screams someone who like went to therapy for three months and and like read three chapters of Attached, and then now he's yeah. like, I'm finished. I'm a I'm a but, complete okay. product. Look at me. I'm so I'm you so know- righteous. You know how there's lawyers who went to law school to learn the law, and then there's lawyers who learned went to law school to learn the loopholes. And Zach's a loophole lawyer. That's yes. what this is. Oh, that's, that's I what, like that. That's yes. what this is. I, you know what? I stumbled into some brilliance there. Uh, use that in your day to day life, guys. Don't worry about it. Uh, cheers. Anyway, um, thank you. I thought I will say proudly that um, in this situation, I've been in this situation with like bosses and shit um call hey hey greer you should have called him a bitch dude uh Mm -hmm. we all see that there's nothing here and i wish you could have felt it but like fuck him fuck he knows he basically at this point is like i'm not gonna give her a rose and then i think a producer was like hey man you're a real piece of shit to greer you should give her a rose you gave her the first impression rose you've been stringing her along you're taking her on our date next week i don't give a fuck what you say that's what i think happened and i'm fine with that but also fuck you dude yeah genuinely to his call him up hey hey this is i think this is a little different than not meeting your quarterly goals uh i'm trying to find my wife here it's like yeah well quit being such a little bitch about it you dipshit you gave me the first impression rose week one take me out motherfucker what's your problem fucking don't give me lip like this you piece of shit fucking loser also i will say as well I mean, first and foremost, Greer, like maybe like five years from now, if something like this happens again, you'll, you'll, you know, you're not going to react in the way that you did. This is like, like you said, Rebecca, this is textbook. You're young and you don't know better of like, Mm -hmm. so once again, I do not blame Greer for her reaction. You can't. And any way, shape or form. I do blame uh, Zach for like, just one, like, he, he's just done this so many times where on like off just like at a moment's notice just flips, which is making me question what the fuck happened in, in the fantasy suite with Rachel on Rachel and Gabby season because right because she yeah, they everything was perfect. Everything was great. They had a great time. They go to the fantasy yeah. Fantasy suites and the fantasy suites is the first time the whole season where they have where? alone time with no cameras around, no nothing. So yeah. historically, not every time people fuck. Sometimes people fuck, like in the fantasy suites have well, Ivan and Tasha serious ass like, conversations. Talk. Yeah, to like that they can't have on camera. 
Right. And apparently it just seemed like they had a fantasy suite that went so bad and they had a really bad talk and then they just Zach didn't get a rose. Well, and- Zach, Zach said something like I saw a, 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 that woman I was with in the fantasy suite was like, not the Rachel I knew. It's like the Rachel I know was only in front of the cameras. And now we were away from camera. She was like, OK, I don't I don't need you close to me Which- or something. At first, we all believed because Rachel was kind of unhinged on her yeah, season. Rachel, Rachel was like, I, w- I did a therapy. I think I'm fine. Yeah, she she has she legit like I went to therapy once. I think I'm good. Uh, yeah. And not saying it was like, oh, we all 100 percent believe what Zach is saying. But it was like, no. OK, like I'm not saying I believe Zach, but there's some plausibility here. I'm going to just wait for more details before I say it's one or the other. Mm-hmm. Uh but after seeing how Zach has been seeing all season, I honestly think what he might mean is just like Rachel wasn't wanting to do something. And so he I'm, was I'm he, he just shut down and was like, oh, we're so we're not going to we're not going to do more. We're not going to fuck. And I'm like, I honestly could see Zach being like that. So, Rachel, 100%. you know what, Rachel, if I said something about how you acted in fantasy suites, you know what? I am someone who I will admit when I'm wrong. Rachel, I was wrong. I'm sorry. I might have been wrong about that, too, but I still think you're out of your fucking mind for a lot of other (laughs) shit you did. I'm sorry. Showing up to Gabby's group date and being mad that the guys aren't looking at you. That's a crazy person move. You're showing up to somebody else's date being upset. You're not getting attention. I'm I'm standing by that. Also, your relationship to your dad is weird. Anyway, uh, we got the whole rose ceremony. (laughs) We got a rose ceremony. It's a virtual rose ceremony. And let me tell you this. A virtual rose ceremony feels needlessly cruel to me. Um, It just literally it's electronic now. It could have been an email. Just (laughs) honestly, I don't even think they needed a rose ceremony. Is it the difference between taking some girls on a flight to somewhere else versus sending them back to the U.S.? But I thought like they didn't say they were going somewhere else next week, did they? Um, they're traveling. Okay, so I guess it's the difference between. I guess they have to do it for budget reasons. But like, how much? How much more is it going to cost ABC to like get two more flights? You know what I mean? They have the money. That's what I'm saying. Is but not just the money. These are sponsorships too. You know what I mean? Fucking they. Some of these ABC dudes. They they've got enough in points to put up the entire cast and crew. Like you don't you don't need to do this. You know what I mean? And even at the whim of the bachelor, if he said, like, I think I need another week with all of them, they would have done it. I just think that this ceremony is needlessly cruel. I thought it sucked. Um, and I'll tell you this. Uh, when I write out the, the the rose ceremony, I go the roses that have been handed out already. So in this case, Gabby. And then I leave room for all the roses that can be handed out. And then I write bye. And I write the names of the women that don't get roses. And sometimes I have predictions, but very rarely uh, do I have them unless they're women who already leave early in the show. Like Madison, you'll see uh, for yourself uh, why she leaves early. But um, I wrote Greer's name uh, in the predictions. And let me tell you, I was shocked to hear Greer called at the end. So Katie, Charity, Allie, Kat, Brooklyn, Jess, Ariel and Greer all get roses so we're down we're down to i believe the final nine girls is that it one two three four five six seven eight nine women on the show 
And we have to say bye to Mercedes, who we look, girl, I'm sorry you're sad, but we knew this was coming. We saw none of you, and we're so sorry. Shout out to Mike Bridenstine, who went to high school with your mother. But, uh, you know, hey, we'll see you in paradise. And Kylie, who I hope we see in paradise. Yeah. Uh, This is your new crush since uh, uh, who was it? The Andrew Canoe. Yeah, there we go. Chris has a crush on DeAndre Canoe and Kylie from this season. And who else was it? Lexi? From Okay. Who doesn't have crushes on every uh, woman on the show most of the time? So once again, that, all of the women, incredibly beautiful, incredible. Yeah, yeah. And then just and then you got Zach. Like, it's just oh, so like, frustrating. It's, it's so... insane. Like, <laughs> I remember there's an episode where they have a pool party and Ariel is absolutely like straight up sexy, like just straight up like what the fuck how do you holy shit she's like coming on to him and it's like they're flirting pretty hard and he is just like ah it is a nice day outside and she's like okay and she's like playfully like poking at him and he's like yeah it's like holy shit anyway i can't wait for her to be on paradise either she seems like she'll be fun on there and we'll see more jokiness from her Look, there's a lot of people on this show that are great. Unfortunately, they're vying for the attention of a man that sucks, and that makes mm-hmm. me trust them less. But that's the game. Anyway, that's the episode. Um, we have to we have to get I into was our just roses say, and I would oh, rather bro, bro. serve time in prison than get Damn. broken up on national television over Damn. Zoom. Yeah, that's fucked. <laughs> it's that's rough as fuck. That's brutal. Like I said, needlessly cruel. Not just broken up with over Zoom, broken up with out of a group of women and and getting sent home across a fucking ocean. Like it's it feel like it's needlessly cruel. It feels so bad. That was this franchise version of like someone breaking up with you via text. No. Feels worse than that. It feels it worse feels, than that. Yeah, it feels worse than that. I think the flight home would be the worst, right? Because like I think they probably book you like a shitty like a economy ticket. No, no, they gotta oh, send you yeah. first class. They gotta send you. Do first they? Class. No, I wish. I'm fucking around. I don't know the rules. No, no, I feel like they send them economy. Like I feel like there's just a bunch of people out there that was like one time I was on a so, plane like... next to somebody that got kicked out of the Bachelor. <laughs> And she was crying and in the middle seat. And my bladder is too bad for me to be able to stay in the window. But the guy in the aisle didn't want to trade either. So uh, anyway. Yeah, see, that's why you got to get the aisle seat, baby boy. See, that's what I do every single oh, time I fly. I aisle seat because I got to piss. And also you stretch the ponies out. Hey, I've seen the sky. I don't need a window out of the deal. I'm turning on my fucking iPod for a video anyway. Overrated, okay? Like, maybe there's like five minutes out of the flight where you're like, oh, cool. And then like the rest of the flight. Window seat is dope if you can sleep on a plane and you have something to lean on. Like a puppy ass That is true. Also, it is great to have the power of like having the window window open and having the sunlight come in and you just fuck over everyone in in your aisle. That power is nice. You know what? Maybe... Maybe maybe it's because too much is going well for me in my life, but I don't need that power, dude. I'm out. I'm over it. I, <laughs> I knew I'd you know get you laughing. Right. Maybe I'm toxic. <laughs> <laughs> I might be toxic. 
<laughs> Apparently, yeah, I have not healed from the trauma and pain that has been done unto me, and I'm still in the hurt Toxic people, King. hurt people phase of my life. <laughs> Toxic King, Chris Mejia. It is time for your roses and thorns. Oh, okay. We, I, you know what? I should have had something ready for it. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought the way you Ladies said that made it seem like we had a drum. Yeah. It's time for the We Didn't Get a Rose, Roses and Thorns segment of the show. That is where Chris, myself, and our guests uh, pick moments from the show where we think, wow, we wish we could give this moment a rose or this person or this situation a rose. And we also want to give thorns. We want to hurt situations and people and things in this. And, and that's that's why we call it Rose. It's a simple concept, really. Honestly, it's not even that original. It's not even that smart. It's not something that people are, are, are applauding us over. Uh, it's, not, it's not an amazing concept, but we are here. We're doing it. We do it every week. We pick our favorite and least favorite moments from the show, and we call them our Roses and Thorns. And that's why it's time for the Roses and thorns by me chris rebecca here on this week's edition of we didn't get a rose for february 20th episode 2023 zach shallcross it's time for we didn't get a rose roses and thorns and i'm going to nominate somebody to go first and i think that person is going to be Chris Mejia, you're up. You got roses and thorns. <laughs> Was that fine? Did you like that? <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. Uh, okay. I wrote that so... peak pandemic, and I felt like I was writing a game show theme song. <laughs> yes, I love that. I feel like I've heard you play that song before. Mm-hmm. When I streamed on Twitch, it was my waiting music. That's what it was. Okay. Um, okay. So, uh, I would say roses go to mm -hmm. the british uh bartender lady yeah uh big fan Easy of rose. you i like Easy the rose. american accent that you busted out yeah, at the end that's uh -huh. that. um Easy rose another rose goes to gabby stepping over greer twice in a row the first <laughs> time i could tell was a genuine accident second time kind of felt like you knew where your room was and you just kind of wanted to have a moment no um, that, I that was but go it on. was fucked up but at the same time like it was good television uh, another rose goes to Zach getting COVID haha -ha. uh, another rose goes <laughs> to uh, actually no that's it and then uh, thorns my thorns goes to um, fucking Zach saying uh, marijuana uh <laughs> Thorn goes to the whole Katie and Zach doorway conversation. Thank you. Uh, Thorn goes to uh, the virtual cocktail uh, yeah. thing and the virtual rose ceremony. Mm -hmm. uh, and then lastly, Rose goes to, I mean, Thorn goes to how Zach treated Greer during the cocktail ceremony. Fuck Solid you, batch. Zach. You're Absolutely. a selfish piece of shit. You knew yes, exactly what you were doing. And it's just it's just proof. Zach is a selfish dude. And uh, I just can't wait for it to come out even more. And everyone turns on. Hell yeah, dude. Those are solid roses and thorns. Rebecca, what do you got for us? Rose and thorn. Okay. Okay, uh, some of them are the same. And one of them's the exact opposite, which I love. OK, uh, I'm excited. So uh, bartender. Absolutely. Obviously. We, <laughs> yes. And 
and for the American accent specifically. Like that yes. was yeah. awesome. She was hilarious. Um, okay, this one, and this is my this is my second rose. Um, actually, the door scene where she's talking to him through the door <laughs> because the shake of the door felt good, made me laugh <laughs> so fucking hard. Yeah. And I was like, honestly, I feel like maybe I've been this horny before. I identify with this moment. <laughs> I get this. I could understand this. I, I I give a rose to that. Yes. Okay. Uh, my thorns are. I've got. I've got two. Uh. Uh. The again Greer moment. Like I actively cannot. Right. I do not like it. Exactly. I did not like that moment. It was very uncomfortable. And mm. uh, just uh, Zach's fucking face. That's it. That's all. I got. Fuck yeah! <laughs> Solid thorns. Solid thorns. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say uh, I've got a lot of roses and a lot of thorns. My roses are mostly because I'm making fun of it. But right off the bat, I'm gonna say a rose goes to Zach going bip bip cheerio. We're in London. <laughs> Fuck! I forgot about that. <laughs> I'm glad you got that one. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna combine that rose with him talking about the fresh air in London. Um, I'm gonna give a rose to honestly. I think Gabby's date was really sweet. But the moment I'm in particular I'm giving a rose to is her going smells like weed and him going marijuana because uh, I also picked that because I laughed at it hard. Um, uh, a rose for Zabby, her saying Zabby, a combination between Zach and Gabby. Uh, I thought that was great. Um, her stepping over Greer gets a rose. Um, let's see. Uh, I think that the group date where they all kind of just finally let go. And we're like, let's just have a fun time. And they enjoyed themselves, uh, especially the part where uh, Greer says we all get a pedal and they do. And I really love that. That's my that's my big rose for this week is the women coming together, having a, a fun time without fucking Zach. Who needs him, ladies? Fucking fall in love with each other. Who can resist? You know, you guys are so much better than him. Um, I rose to Kylie for being cute. Uh, it is what it is. Uh Let's see. Uh, rose to COVID. Um, uh, let's see. <laughs> I'm just going to say it like that. I know you meant Zach getting COVID, but the, the way you worded it made it seem like, you know, just COVID for just existing still. No, no, you know, Rose. I, thank you for, for, for pointing it out because I fucking I rip, baby. I know it. I, I, I think uh, I think those are my roses. But uh, I have a lot of thorns too. Thorn uh, to Greer talking about how much she loves tea so much she has it tatted on her. Uh, mentioning it three times in the episode, two or three times. That's too many. Stop talking about things tatted on you and that it's tea, tea. Uh, but also uh, a thorn. Man, you know what? A rose for charity getting the date, but a thorn to charity. I'm I'm done with charity looking so uh, tense and worried about everything constantly. I hey, uh, relax, please. You you, it's scary. Uh, I uh, a thorn to the butler and the 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 bowler hat guy. Uh, <laughs> a thorn to the moment where she's like, well, if Zach's not on the date, what's the point? Um, a thorn to where is it? Uh. You know what? Extra rose for Gabby stepping over Greer twice. That was hilarious. Um, a thorn to Zach. <coughs> Just Zach. A thorn. A thorn to Zach being like, you know, the whole Greer thing, the way he's been this entire time. A thorn to him. Just I don't like him. The more we get to know him, the more we see this guy and we get to know how he reacts to people and conflict and stuff. It's I don't like him. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. 
I don't care for this man at all. And finally, a massive thorn for the virtual rose ceremony. I think I I think that sucked so bad. I'm so upset by, like, look, we've had. This show isn't necessarily. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a more bold stance here and say, hey, this show is a good to women. Uh, you know, and it's just like just cut. Just have a little empathy. Just sympathize here for a little bit. It sucks already so much. Have him tell it to her face. You know what I mean? It it's it's so brutal. It's it, it it's not great because at the rose ceremony, normally you get to dump a girl and then at the end they come over and say bye to you, but it's up close and 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 it's like a whispered conversation before you say bye. Now you have to go up to an iPad and the speaker's still loud enough for the rest of the girls to hear. <laughs> There's no dignity in this. It just genuinely, it felt so brutal. And it and reminds me about how I'm still mad about how they split Gabby and Rachel's season into two bachelorettes on the same season. I thought that was also cruel. Um, so yeah, a huge thorn to the Bachelor franchise. And that that's the end of it that's the episode we'll be back next week next week we're working on something really fun um you know mia jackson uh mia jackson's sister also watches so we're trying to get ashley to join us but they have grown very close to uh human chaos or uh akeem woods and we tried to have on before and he was very very it was very difficult yeah yeah so we're it was difficult to get him on and then we got him on and it was supposed to be a better episode than it was and it was and now we're gonna get him on with with basically his sisters akeem who is a gay man who the only reason why i point that out is because the whole time we had him on the show he was just like i hate that y'all made me watch this straight people shit (laughs) yeah the entire time (laughs) and uh we I mean, he's right. You know, I mean, he's not wrong. That's the he thing. Won't... He's not wrong. He's not wrong. But he didn't he's have the... to say it like that. Oh, he, he look. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm with Akeem here. He did have to say it like that. I think it was. Uh, I think. It, but the thing is, with the Jackson sisters, they're like. They're like. They're the Jackson sisters and one little brother that they they never asked for is is what it is. Uh, Akeem and the Jacksons got real close, and I think it'd be so fun to have that dynamic on here. So we're working on getting that. And then the week after that, we got the Scry Babies talking Magic the Gathering's own Scry Babies are joining us to talk about uh, this season of The Bachelor. Uh, so uh, please follow us at We Didn't Get a Rose on Instagram and Twitter and uh, subscribe uh, wherever you're listening to this, uh, you know, on Overcast, on podcast apps, Spotify, whatever you got. Just make sure you subscribe so you can listen to the new episodes. Uh, let's get uh, Rebecca. Where would you like people to find you? What would you like people to listen to? What do you want them to check out? Uh, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads, uh, R-E-B-C-C-A-R-E-D-S on any platform of your choosing. And just you should listen to the podcast I do with the hilarious Craig Fay. It's called The Villain Was Right. We argue for the villain. It's super fun. That's it's it. silly. Very, it's very podcast. fun podcast. It's so yeah, much fun. Thanks, guys. And it's yeah, a really that's good it. time. <laughs> uh, I'm also going to throw in that you should check out Rebecca's album, Buddy, uh, out available on Howlin' Roar. Uh, wherever you get your your music, uh, you should check it out. It's very funny. Uh, one it's of my fun. favorite albums, uh, straight out of Canada. Big fan of Rebecca Reads, and make sure that if you follow her on Instagram, Twitter, wherever, you make sure that you get uh, some dates. You you go see her live. Uh, Rebecca's 
one of the funniest to do it. I, I'm not even kidding. Every year since I've done High Plains Comedy Festival, they send out a form of who to recommend. You're the first name I put on there. And I'm not saying this to bullshit you. Oh, You're the first nice. name I put Thanks, on that man. form. I recommend you every time. So Rebecca they have Reed, not called. <laughs> <laughs> it has been a pandemic. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> um, there have been, I don't know if you've heard, but since 2019, they have not. Ha- uh, anyway, uh, they're back. <laughs> This year, who knows? Uh, but I do, uh, I do love watching Rebecca perform, and uh, I guarantee you, you go see her. You will too. So make sure you catch some live stand updates. Chris, where can where do you want people to find you? Uh, you can find me on Venmo at Tofer Mejia. Uh, you can yeah. uh, at Chris Mejia Comedy <laughs> on Instagram and TikTok uh, at Tofer Mejia on Twitter and Twitch. Also, if you are living in the Seattle area or you're visiting the Seattle area, uh, come to the show I co-produce with the homie Bo Johnson, who has been mm-hmm. on this podcast uh, at Good Comedy Show. Uh, our last show in February sold out, which was really fucking dope. And we would like to do that again next month. Uh, probably won't because it was uh, the show was right before a holiday. And that kind of helps out a lot. But what, I would love for show- you to come. Who's coming this time? In, in, the next in March? I don't I don't think we I don't think we booked out that far yet okay. but obviously rebecca if you're ever coming through the seattle area let me know more than more, would love to have you on the show Ooh, uh, thanks, and uh mike you know we'll i'll think about it but yeah. um yeah <laughs> uh, come come to that and then uh mike did you already plug your shit no i didn't well mikey you didn't even tell me what to find chris mejia comedy baby, tree. honey my <laughs> lover that's me <laughs> Where can people find you? Well, you can find me at Mike Carroza, M-I-K-E-C-A-R-R-O-Z-Z-A on all platforms, Twitter, Instagram. Those are the main ones that I use. Um, You can check out my link tree. That's probably where you're going to find a video of me doing stand-up at San Francisco Sketch Fest. And where I did really well, I had a fun set. You should check it Great out. Great set. Go, go watch uh, it. It was. And you know what? I was told I had uh, six minutes and I was like, but I prepared eight. And then I tried to speed through it, but then people kept laughing, which is not something you get a lot of in Montreal. Uh, <laughs> people are conservative with their laughter here. Um, so it was a good time, and I hope you enjoy the set. Please listen to my album, Cherubic. Uh, I've got a couple of tracks on the JFL Originals recording as well you could check out. And uh, I've got a monthly show here in Montreal at Rustic on Sherbrooke. Uh, it's a little bar that is, uh, you know what? It's a... It's an institution. Everybody's favorite Coke bar back in the day is now called Rustic. And there's still cocaine that happens there. But now there's also comedy once a month. So you can come down there and, uh, you know, keep your cocaine in your pocket because we're going to get you high on jokes. And uh, oh, shit. I almost forgot the plug. Every fucking Sunday, Peak Cinema, 10 p.m. Central, Ah! Milf Manor on Discovery Ah! Plus. Go watch the superior <laughs> reality dating TV show. Mm-hmm. It is it is an awful time. I I truly I, I truly hope I burn in hell for watching this show. <laughs> I mean, at least you'll have people to talk to you about the show there because that's where everyone who's watching is going. <laughs> and uh, I think that does it for us this week. Just uh, follow us on uh, Instagram, Twitter and all that stuff. And we'll be back next week with some more talking about this boring man bye